Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Welcome. I hope you're having a good day. It is a very sunny Wednesday here, and you know what? Today there is no smoke from any of the wildfires, which makes me happy. Although I'm sorry, I know some of you in some of the states are dealing with all the smoke from the wildfires here in Alberta. It does get better. We still have some burning. Um, Yeah, this has been stressful. Um, My son went to school yesterday for the first time in May. It brings up a lot of um, different emotions, a lot of things to be worried about. It's been a lot. And so I wanted to share with you today how mindfulness and awareness works has been hard. Um, I'm super grateful and thankful that the fires did not make it to my place. Um, Pretty scary some of the times. And uh, my heart is broken for all the people that did lose their places because these wildfires just did what they did. And um, yeah, as a community, we, we have a lot of support happening and cleanup happening and help happening, but it, yeah, it's hard. It's a lot to process. It really is. So um, this last weekend, which was a long weekend here, my son had an adventure planned, and I was going with him. And then with everything that happened, I really wasn't sure if I should go or not go. And it was a hard decision. I mean, my husband and other son were here in case something happened and they had to grab all our pets and get everything evacuated. But I wasn't, and it was hard. But I needed to go with my other son. He also needed me. And we often end up in these kind of conflicted situations, don't we? So... I didn't even really decide till basically, you know, the day before. And so I, you know, slept on it. I asked before I went to sleep, show me what's the best thing to do. And then in the morning I did a meditation and I did a vent out energy and stomp around and all the things that I do to untangle and de-stress so I could have clarity and confidence to make the decision. Even though knowing that in this kind of decision, you're never going to be 100% sure. And so I was nudged, shown all the ways that I get messages that I should go with him. And so once, it was interesting, because once I made that decision for sure, my energy completely shifted, and I felt solid and grounded and less scattered, sort of. 
I mean, we've been in a high-stress situation since April 29th when the fires broke out, when one fire broke out. And there's been, what, four of them since? And so your energy's scattered. Like, you're thinking, because you're in, basically, in fight or flight. You're in trauma. Are you going to have to flight, pack up and evacuate? Are you going to have to fight, like, try to protect your buildings, your animals, your livestock from the fire by, like, sprinkler systems and water systems and, yeah, a lot. And then our power went out for five days because the power poles were all burnt up in the fire. So there was a lot going on. And so once I made the decision, it felt right, and I knew why I had to go. And then I got so many gifts on that trip. Too many to even explain them all. So many. Even though there was huge amounts of stress the one night, like even more. I mean, I was stressed the whole time because I'm worried. I'm worried that the fires are going to get to my house or to friends' houses, like all that stuff and everybody in my community. So anyways, the worst was the one night I had visited family members, and my phone was pretty quiet. Then I got in my car to go back to my brother's house, my sister-in-law's house, and my phone started going off hard. And so I phoned a friend and found out there was a fire just south of my house. All the rest were, no, one of them, the closest one to me was north. I just, yeah, I had to phone my husband because he didn't know because the smoke was so thick that he couldn't tell, and he's not on all the social media. So that was pretty devastating. I actually was supposed to go and visit, but I went back to my sister-in-law's house, and I just sat in the pasture and cried. The two horses, the dog, and the cat all came and cuddled. (laughs) Even my brother's horse, who's kind of grouchy, he came and snuggled for a bit. So I made sure I told him that because that part was entertaining. My brother's cows are not like my cows. He doesn't have the kind of time to spend with them that I do. So they didn't come and cuddle like mine would have, but it was still good. And I had a big cleansing cry because I didn't know what was going to happen. And, of course, didn't sleep well, checked at 3.15 in the morning to see where everything, like if there was any updates, if the fire had moved. My husband had gone and talked to the fire crews and found out that they figured it was going to be okay, that we'd be safe overnight, but it was the fire just to the north of me that blew up overnight and the wind took it and it didn't die down at night like the wind sometimes does or often does and it took out a lot of homes. So it was terrifying, terrifying. But some of the gifts is that so, you know, I was going there, and I don't go there that often, so there's people I wanted to visit and other people that wanted to visit with me, but I found that I was just too overwhelmed to do anything group. And so my sister-in-law and brother were amazing that they just, like I just said, no, I can't. And I said, don't let me being here stop you from doing your things because I'm in a weird space. Like I don't even know how to put it into words. But being alone is perfectly fine because I can just try to regroup. And so it was exactly what I needed. 
and then, you know, I went out to my childhood home, and I got to sit in front of the lake, and I walked along the lake shore, and it was a soothing and a healing that I wasn't even aware that I needed. And I did get to visit everybody, but I did it in pockets of one-on-ones because my energy just couldn't handle anything group. I just, I couldn't handle it. And so how I knew that was I just simply took a nice breath in, counted to four on my in-breath, eight on my out-breath, grounded my energy, and just said, what do I need in these very moments? Not in 10 minutes now, not in an hour, because what I needed for the rain to come down and the fires to be all out, so that was a given, right? What, what right now would help me, or can I handle? And I just did it in small pockets, right? So <laughs> my son went bear hunting, is what he did, with a bow. All those archery years paid off. So where I grew up, there, it's, there's bears everywhere, and unfortunately, the bears will attack our cattle. So when it's bear hunting season, the ranchers welcome the bear hunters because they need help. You know, and especially if, you know, the bears have been fighting and one of them is slightly injured. I mean, my calves are easy prey, easier prey maybe than some of the other things, you know, yeah, it's always been an issue, like just always. So, in fact, when my son was invited to go bear hunting, it was through a university friend. And when he said, well, I'm going actually to Bonneville, and I said to him, you're going to your grandpa's area. 100% that's where you're going because that's where the bears are. And Brody was like, no way. So that was pretty cute. Actually, there's going to be a YouTube video, I believe, on the story, which I will share when it gets done because it's a pretty cool story and so Brody got to go explore some of his heritage I mean that's where I grew up we lived in bear land bears don't freak me out because they were plentiful I mean don't get me wrong I don't want to see one up close and personal and be threatened but we have more than one time and so he got to go do that and that was pretty cool and my little hunter He uh, got his bear with his one and only shot and got the bear in a place that it was an instant, instant situation. So he's pretty excited, a lot of energy. He um, got to go fishing on the lake right where I grew up, and it was good. You know, it was interesting because I just took time and space. I I, I didn't really have a plan any of the days. I'm so sorry to my sister-in-law because normally I'm a planner and she's a planner and I was just not. (laughs) And she handled it so well with me. And she felt bad some of the times, but it's like, no, you're you're giving me what I need, even if we don't know why or that it is what I need. It worked out so perfectly. And I didn't know I needed just that time and space to sit at the lake where I grew up and just soak it in. I had a a book I was listening to on mindfulness, and it was just delightful, totally delightful. I have to tell you a funny story, though. So my dad's horses are in the pasture, and I thought, well, I'll go see them now. I'd seen them every day that I was out there, so I figured, you know, I'm sure that they'd like me to pet them a third time. 
And so I was walking, and it was just by myself, which I'd done, you know, a million times as a kid. But I know that right by there, my niece had, like, um, had a campsite, and she said sometimes some of their stuff was moved around. They sure it was a bear. So I'm walking in that pasture, and I'm like, huh, I wonder if this is actually a good idea. And I walked a little ways, and then a deer jumped out, and it scared the crap out of me. And I said to myself, this is foolish. Just go back to your car. Because I was kind of waiting around and soaking in the energy to go visit somebody, but I didn't want to go at lunchtime because I didn't want them to feel obligated to feed me. So then I got back to my car, and then I laughed because, yeah, of course it did, right? So... My point is, with mindful awareness for when you're worried, see if you can't ground your energy and just kind of go with the flow. Try to let go of trying to control things and shoulda, woulda, couldas, and just see where it takes you. So many gifts. My nephew and my brother showed up just when I needed them, more than once. Not for anything major, just little things or to give them back things or to ask a question. It was pretty cool. Very cool. And I will say that I was in the flow of my energy and the universe's energy and I just let it take me or guide me where it was best. It was interesting because I'm a planner. (laughs) I have a plan, a backup plan, and a backup of my backup plan. And because I was so in crisis mode with the fires for so long, that going there, there was no fires, and I could feel safe but worried. And so planning and, oh, I got lost so many times going to visit some family. I knew I, like, in the, I, how do I say this? I knew where I was going, but my energy and my thinking was so scattered from all the stress and the worry that I would turn the wrong way and then, go a little ways and then be like, that was the wrong way. And sometimes I had to phone for directions twice, and I just laughed. Like, this was just the energy I was in, not not bright. I just made jokes about, yeah, I'm not at my brightest today, definitely not my A game. So I didn't take clients for so long, right, because energy scattered. And so if you can... I would like you to try tuning into the universe and just going where the energy takes you. It was fluid. It was uh, soothing. I mean, to be fair to it all, I wasn't responsible for anything, so that was kind of nice. Well, sort of. I was responsible for making sure Brody got where he needed to be and if he needed anything, which he didn't. He was very well taken care of because the people that were out there hunting, they've done it for decades. So that was all good. But, yeah, it was interesting. And I knew he would be safe in there because he's in the forest that I know well. And that's what I needed. I needed those forests and that lake for a while. It was so interesting. I didn't get to see everybody I wanted to see. I did run out of time, which is understandable, but you know, staying aware 
staying mindful, just being. And then, you know, kind of disconnecting. And I'm sure I was an annoying house guest because I was like, I'm just going to do whatever. But they were fabulous. And so we are in weird, stressful times, right? Nobody nobody gets off scot-free, it seems like. There's always weird stuff that you have to deal with that you don't necessarily know how to deal with. So the guided imagery I'm going to do today is a tale of light journey. And we're going to connect you with a healing light to help you with clarity for your intuition and your mindfulness. Because here's the thing. If you're not in a high-stress situation, practice your mindfulness, practice your intuition, because what you practice grows stronger. And then when you are in this, you have that firm foundation. Made a huge difference for me in these situations, huge. Because I do practice mindfulness and awareness so much, I'm on the front lines to be able to support other people. Because some of the programs to help the evacuees, I'm helping get in my community, and I'm able to be calm, cool, collected, even when dealing with some people that want to explain everything six times, I actually respectfully, which is the key, stopped them and said, I understand how this program works. Here's the pieces of your program that doesn't work for my community. And I'm just going to stop you from explaining it all because <clears throat> I already know all of that. I've been doing this for a few days. This is what I need you to help me solve. And how are we going to do that together? And so I'm just going to stop you from telling me all the other stuff because I already know it and it's just a waste of your energy and mine. And I don't actually have that kind of time because I have people I need to help here. But this is what I need from you. <clears throat> See what you can do to make it happen. And it worked. There was one phone call, though, that I was on for quite some time. And if that dude would have used this one phrase, like I was ready to snap. And I know he was just doing his job, but he wasn't totally listening to me and he was mansplaining it. But because I practiced mindful awareness, I just grounded my energy and listened respectfully and then steered it where I needed. Did I want to snap? Absolutely, because this is high stress. But is snapping going to get me what I actually want? It's going to feel good in those moments. And believe me, there's a time and a place for that 100%. 100% a time and a place for that. But if you can calm your energy just for a few seconds to like, kind of intuitively decipher if snapping is going to get you where you need to be, and sometimes that's a hard yes, and go for it. Sometimes it's a no. Or maybe this way would also work. Like it, It's very situational, and you need to figure that out for yourself. And there's actually no right or wrong because it's all a learning. We're here to learn. We're not here to be perfect because that's not possible. We're here for it to be messy and confrontational and sometimes devastating, but also joyful, connected, fun. And so anytime, 
that I just tuned into the situations and how how was I going to get the results I actually want? Because I was also clear on results, right? I wanted to be able to calm my energy down. I wanted space where I'm not supporting everybody. I'm only supporting myself, which is what I got. And then good conversations with some fantastic people, which also helped, and some visits with other fantastic people. You know, give yourself the gift of just seeing what happens sometimes. I know it's hard, but there's definite gifts in it. All right, so where are we at for time? Just going to take a second. craziness, I had the biggest deja vu. I haven't had that one that strong and precise in a long time, so that was pretty wild. Pretty wild. So we'll see what comes of that. Because sometimes you can end up giving your soul just what it needs only by paying attention and being mindful and aware. getting surprises and that is good for you and your soul so when the fires were south of my house and I wasn't here and I had to call my husband I paced so that's one way that I can work out energies and if I can pace and stomp outside perfect and that's what I got to do and then my sister-in-law and brother have this amazing dog And she was so cuddly and so sweet, so I got to play ball with her, which worked out a lot of the energy that I was feeling. Because if you don't find a way to vent it out, it's going to get stuck in your body. And you know what happens when it gets stuck in your body. It can cause issues. So find a way to vent, no matter what that is. Make sure you find it, know it, and do it. And I find it has to be something with movement whether it's dancing, jumping up and down and screaming, stomping through your pasture, has to be something with movement. doesn't have to be for an extended period of time. <clears throat> it can be a walk. But do it with awareness <clears throat> or intention. You're doing the walk with the intention of releasing energies to untangle yourself so you can figure stuff out. Okay. So being that I have, you know, that voice from inhaling smoke for 24, 25 days, um, I'm going to start our guided imagery right away. So if you're coming back to it, it's going to be in about the first 25, after the first 25 minutes. All right. So let's just take one minute to shake up our energy and get ready for the meditation. Okay, 
let's begin. Coming to settle and be at ease. Let's take three big deep breaths. Three big deep breaths. Giving yourself the gift of being right here, right now. Now just let your normal, natural rhythm of breathing continue. Feeling stable, feeling safe, feeling at ease. And on one of those breaths, allowing your eyes to close in your own timing whenever you feel it's right, begin to imagine or visualize a wave of comfort starting at the tips of your toes and moving all the way up to the top of your head and back down again to the tips of your toes. Feeling this wave of comfort now, breathing in, this wave of comfort again moves from the tips of your toes all the way up to the top of your head, and on the exhale, it moves all the way back down again to the tips of your toes. Each time, the wave of comfort moves up your body and back down again. The vibration from the wave becomes stronger and stronger, sending deeper and deeper comfort. And again, breathing in from the tips of your toes all the way up to the top of your head and back down again on the exhale, making you feel safe, making you feel comforted as you move even deeper and deeper into comfort. Allow this wave of comfort to circle around and cycle around for a few more moments until a feeling of being completely at ease. Just indicate when feeling deeply and completely in comfort. Just give yourself those moments. You'll know. It'll be a feeling, and you feel deeply and completely in comfort. Just give you a few seconds. Nice. And now, just let this wave of comfort. Continue to work positively, comfortably. Let it soak into every cell of your being, helping you feel relaxed, 
helping you feel safe. And I'm going to count backwards from five to zero. And when I do, you're going to become even more comfortable at zero. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply comforted. Feeling safe. Feeling secure. And comfortably calm. Just drifting in this energy and letting the door of your imagination go ahead and open. You're being invited to wonder about a place, to wonder about a space that's kind of sacred in a way. What might be possible when it could be imagined? Any or all of the senses becoming heightened. A place with a sacred kind of energy. Supposing about it could create images that live and breathe in this inner landscape where it is peaceful. What might be interesting about this sacred place? With any or all of your senses. What are you feeling? Feel what you feel. See what you see. Hear what you hear. Know what you know. How does it seem? If you were going to tell about it to a friend, how might it be described? What does this sacred place with this incredibly sacred kind of energy, what does it feel like? What do you notice? What seems to make it sacred? I'm just going to give you a few moments to soak that part in. giving yourself this gift of being in this sacred feeling energy is priceless. In becoming aware about it all, 
there could be a particular spot that would be most comfortable. A comfortable spot to rejuvenate, to restore, even to imagine an experience as heard in a tale by others. Telling about the sense of a kind of healing light that could be experienced. What might that be like? Perhaps to imagine how those who spoke of it, a kind of healing light that could flow, thinking about it means, where might that light come from? Settling in to even begin to imagine about all of this would be allowing for comfort perhaps to grasp a hold of the idea of a healing light that flows from wherever it comes from at some point to imagine it as they spoke about it all around the crown of the head like a light turned on, a light of warmth that glows and flows. And this tale's been said many times, said that others have known about a healing light they have experienced. Perhaps the opportunity is close at hand. Whenever it comes, perhaps even at a later time, just to allow for it. This healing light will help you with clarity. This healing light can help you tune into your intuition. This healing light is simply supportive of you. Allow the light of warmth, the healing light, to flow as though it could all through and all around, from the top of the head all the way down through to the tips of your toes and even all around. There is space to allow imagining. At some point, as they told the story, there was a sense of the glow, the light, the flow of light concentrating in certain ways from the mind outside the mind some said no from the being to notice where and how it's happening could be interesting even some said perhaps to become aware of a greater warmth in the hands as though the healing energy pulsates into the hands Imagining and becoming aware of warm hands, as the warm hands are placed on just the right places, emanating the warmth, the flow, the light, the healing light. Feel it. Know it. Embrace it. 
there is knowing about it as an ancient healing practice. Somehow, knowing all about it, remembering the tales, and then remembering that it has always been known and always been available and always been here. The idea of the healing light is somehow familiar and that some people have told about it over and over and that some had even felt the warmth of the light in their hands. And now comes in this imagining in an even stronger way or sometime later getting the sense of warm healing hands on just the right place and affirm this affirm that the healing light flows and glows and there is oneness to receive embrace the light and the idea to imagine that healing hands of light are placed on all the right places just where you need them or the sense of that in such a way to feel the warmth, the healing light with the understanding that healing happens. Along the way, the good, the positive and the true from this journey is going to move you forward. And it's going to move forward into your conscious, outer awake life. And now at zero, let's reinforce your connection to this light, which can give you messages, it can support you. This light is here for you. Let's reinforce this. And at one, two, three, four, five, eyes open, wide awake. One, two, three, four, five, eyes open wide awake. How did that feel? Giving yourself these moments to tap into the light with the warmth, the energy. I know I'm attracted to the sunny spots for exactly this reason. It reinforces energies for me. Figure it out for yourself. All right, well, Thank you for listening, and I'm going to go take care of some chores and things and clients because I'm back at it, and I'm going to send you all a big hug, and I hope you have many blessings this week. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. 